Oh my gosh. I can't imagine what's going on on social media because on our text line, everybody has some thought or idea of what happened at the Sox game. It is very interesting and just a cap on what has been an already bad season for the Sox and the past 10 days have been ridiculous. Chief Eugene Roy joins us. Chief Roy, how long were you with the Chicago Police Department? Uh, I was with the police department approximately 33 years. In what district? A variety of districts. Uh, One of my assignments and the one that's pertained to our pertinent to our conversation today is uh, I was district commander of the 9th district, which includes U.S. Soldier Field or Guaranteed Rate Field. Or as we all just still call it, Comiskey or Sox Park. (laughs) Sox Park. Yeah, Sox Park. That's what I still call it too. So you were you were there for many of those games. You were overseeing security for that that ballpark. What's your take on what happened Friday night? Why didn't they call the game? Well, first of all, you have to break this conversation down. You have to unpack it into two uh, two segments. The first segment is the actual shooting itself, and then the aftermath. Um, you know, first of all. I want to lay the groundwork here. The Sox follow the MLB uh, weapon screening protocol. No weapons are allowed inside a venue unless it's authorized on-duty police officers or designated security personnel of the team. I can tell you that the screening there, there's no winks, there's no nods. It's thorough. Uh, it's tested at times by MLB security. Uh, I'd go there at times when I was off, and somebody would meet me and greet me and say, Hey, boss, how you doing? And by the way, boss, uh, let me walk you back to the office so you can check in your weapon. And so I couldn't even get in there with a weapon. That's how good their screening is there. Hmm. So that's the first thing. Now, could somebody have snuck something in, got it past a metal detector or a bag check? It's possible. Is it likely? Very minimally likely, no. Um, and, and then there's the, you know, talk about that first. You have to set the stage like that first. They've got great security there. Um, moving on from there, you have to talk about the incident itself. There was no fight. There was no confrontation. There was no disturbance. There was nothing that would be an indicator of violence or a fight about to break out. Um, the ballistic evidence, um, you know, the one woman was wounded. The projectile was lodged in her leg. Now, if a, if a weapon had been fired from relatively short distance, the odds are that the projectile, the bullet, would have penetrated her leg, would have gone through and through because the leg is soft tissue, it's muscle. Mm. Um, the other projectile that the pictures are floating around on social media. It, it has no deformities. So it's like it, it just dropped and didn't hit anything. So those really lead people to question about where the weapon was that fired uh, these bullets. And that's what they're trying to get to the bottom of. And, of course, there was a thought process early that people were speculating it came from outside of the park 
now they're indicating perhaps it came from within the park. And uh, this is retired Commander Eugene Roy of the 9th District. He covered Sox Park for over 20 years. We're talking about what happened there. Um, people are concerned because if you were there, like we just got a, a text said, I'm a season ticket holder. My three-year-old grandson goes with me. It was in our section, seven rows in front of our seats. We decided not to go to that game. Can't believe something like this happened. I usually feel safe there. We did go Sunday. Lots of police and news presence. Of course, the news is going to be out there. But that is a concern mm-hmm. for people. It didn't stop that person from going back to the game because, like you, they believe in the safety and the security of the park. But I still think if I was there, I would want to know and have the ability to leave. Commander, also, um, I'm sorry, did, I, I should have let you answer that question. No, you go, Steve. People are asking about this the idea of the plastic guns or the 3D printed guns or things like that. How do the security systems in Major League Ballparks pick those up? Uh, they're still metal parts, and if even if there was a plastic gun, as you as you call them, the bullets are metal. They're not plastic. It would have hit on a metal detector. Okay, and so one other question I have, uh, and I was talking with this uh, with Lisa about this, is, you know, a lot of times from the outside we say, well, they're not saying anything, they're investigating, they don't know, and kind of making assumptions that they don't know. With your experience, how much do you think the police department knows right now about what happened? I'm sure the police department is working very hard to resolve this question. Uh, you know, in uh, having the recovered pellets uh, tested to see if they match up to anything, if they can tie it to anything. I'm also sure that there's an intensive review of the video coverage from inside the stadium going on, too. That takes time. You know, it takes a minute to watch a minute of video. So, you know, you've got a, a gap. You've got a significant period of time to cover there, and you have a number of cameras. It, it takes time. And what is the importance of not sharing any of the details as they come forth until you have the full story? Well, first of all, let me say that as far as how the press and media coverage has been handled, uh, both the, the White Sox and the city police department, uh, this is not their best moment. They could have done a better job of uh, how they've handled this. Um, you know, it, that's, it's, it's really uh, something. But, you know, when you talk about how to handle this, you know, when you talk about emergency management and, and this, an active shooter situation or shooting situation is something that calls for emergency management. One of the first things you have to do is you have to make sure that your cure is not worse than the underlying incident. You know, as the doctors say, first, do no harm. Now, there's a lot of people that are, you know, uh, advocating the position that the game should have been called immediately. And let's walk through what would have happened if the game had been called immediately. You would have had, you had 22,000 people in that park. It was dark. The 22,000 people had filtered in gradually over a period of, oh, maybe an hour, hour and a half prior to game time. Now you're going to have 22,000 people rushing to get out of the stadium as quickly as possible through exits that are not designed to handle that sort of flow. Uh, There would have been trips, falls, people being trampled, families being separated. Uh, There's all sorts of potential negative consequences from doing something like that. 
somebody in Sox management made a decision. They analyzed the situation. There was no active shooter. There was no prior incident, no prior confrontation. There was, I, I can see their point of view, and that's why they decided not to do it. You know, uh, people in Chicago need to remember what happened at the E2 nightclub back uh, about 20 years ago. I do. I remember that very well. But what about the safety of the players? If you don't know where the gunshot is coming from or the gunfire is coming from, and let's say that it was someone who had malicious intent, you have to be prepared to evacuate those people. You have to get those players off the field. And I think that is a hard question that the Sox and security and the Chicago Police Department will certainly have to continue to address as we figure out exactly what, what they, you know. They what certainly happened. will, but we can't, we can't interject what might have happened into a discussion of what did happen. And, and that's where we need to be careful, and we don't feed this bonfire, as it were, of, of speculation and innuendo. You know, the facts are what they are. I'm per- personally, I'll tell you, I'm glad I wasn't there. I didn't have to make that decision. It's one of those decisions that executives and leaders get paid to make. And it's, it, that decision that you make defines you and your career for the rest of your life. Fortunately, in this case, it turned out to be the right decision. It does define your career, and um, it'll be interesting to see what is revealed and what the response is once we find out the information. I'm guessing they, they, they wait till they have the full story, so we all wait. I appreciate your service to the city of Chicago, and thank you for joining us, Chief Roy. My pleasure. Take care. Steve has your news coming up next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent. WGN.